Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Vav in Chagiga. We learned for a four shleim for Yosef Asriel ben Chaim Michal and Elazar ben Reuma. The last few words on Hayamid Bay said as follows. So he said, if a cotton is potter mina Torah, cotton is potter mina Torah from all mitzvahs, he's not bar mitzvah. However, Midarabonan, a father is of him, a father is chayiv to teach his kids uh, mitzvahs in order, not because they have to be kind them when they're children, but so that they'll be able to be, uh, they'll be accustomed to do it when they get older, when they get bar mitzvah. That's the idea. So what is what kind of a cotton is a father obligated to teach to be mechanachim? So the said a cotton If he can't ride on his father, sometimes he's a real small baby and he can't sit on his father's shoulders. He's potter, but once he's old enough, he's a he's we'll see in a second year, third year, he can sit on his father's shoulders. Then he's responsible. Then he then the father's mechoyiv to be mechanachim and take him up to uh, to uh, the azara. That's what that's why Shammai Shita and Beis Hillel Shita was no, if he can walk holding his father's hand, then he's Chayev. Maskal Rav Manasi, what's this business about taking him up to the Azar? There's no the mitzvah is okay, mitzvahs, you take him up from Yushalayim, you take him up to the Azara. Okay, but if we're speaking about somebody who couldn't walk, according to Beis Shammai, right, who brought him here until now, Rashi says, right, I do if he's not with his mother, if he can be without his mother, then uh, what's this business about if he can ride on his father's shoulder? If his mother's not around, presumably his mother wasn't there, so he can get by without his mother. So uh, apparently he can walk around. So then he could, he's also able to walk with his father. What's this business? If he can sit on his father's shoulder, even at a younger age. What do you mean? But if he's not with his mother, then uh, apparently he could have walked. You're saying him from Yushalayim to Arabayas, you're mechuyif to be mechanachim. Why aren't you mechuyif mechanachim all the way from Tel Aviv? That's already like a hechsher of a hechsher of a drabonan. You didn't go that far. From Yushalayim, you got to bring him up to Arabayas. But who brought him to Yushalayim if he's not in Yushalayim? Till now, his mother also had to come to Yushalayim because she's also mechayiv and simple. We'll see that a woman is not mechayiv in Ri'ya, as we saw it before, because she's excluded from the pasuk of Zechur Cha. In addition to being a mitzvah man grama, but we thought maybe you'll learn from uh, from uh, Hakel that even though that's a mitzvah seishas grama, but there it says nashim nashim v'taf, the women are included. Okay, so she's part of that. She's part of Rosria. She's part of Chagiga too, because that's a mitzvah. Say she's my grandma. But Simcha, she's mechuyiv. If a man's mesameach, he should also. They don't have a specific time, and we'll see women's chayven in Simcha too. So until until that point where she's mechayven in Simcha, so she brought him. I used to say him his mother. Mikan va'elach. After from there and on, his mother's mechuyiv to bring him to Yerushalayim to be to to have Simcha to eat the meals in Yerushalayim. Afterwards, but according to according to Basilel, if if um, if she could if, if from that point on, if he can walk with his father holding his father's hands, but he can walk, then then his father's If not, if he's not able to walk, then he's then he's potter. Now the question was, Beshamai said he has to ride on his father's shoulders, and Basilel said he's got to be able to walk. 
But and obviously, he must have been able to walk. How did he get to Yerushalayim if he's not from Yerushalayim? The answer is until then, his mother brought him. His mother carried him or walked him, whatever she did, she was able to get to Yerushalayim. But from Yerushalayim to Harabayas, according to Basilo, if he can walk holding his father's hands, fine. If not, father. Heshiv Rebbe. So it's it's learned out of Pesukim. We're going to talk about that later on. But we said there's there's three mitzvahs. There's Chagiga, there is uh, Re'iya, and there's Simcha. And Simcha is based on Ato Beisecha. Rashi tells it over here. Rashi in the first of the narrow line says, that's what it says. To come up to the that's not considered mitzvah on grama, even though Chagiga apparently is, right? He's supposed to bring the Chagiga on Yantav, that's maybe your day, but Samachta could be maybe maybe because it's 24, 20, 24 hours a day, whenever you have it. That's not considered, uh, that's not no, considered mitzvah on no, no, no. Beitecha means the white, but why isn't it a mitzvah seishas man grama, I'm asking. So the answer is that apparently is because it doesn't depend on any particular time. Hakel, a mitzvah seishas grama, because it's only it's only on um, right after Sukkot of the eighth year, after Shemitah year. So it's a mitzvah seishas man grama that way. This apparently is dependent because whenever her husband is musameach, she has to be included too. So you understand? I'm asking why isn't it a mitzvah seishas man grama? But the, the source for that a woman is included is because it says, Vasa machta ato beisecha, beisecha is his wife. But the, but the Torah takes, makes it uh, an, an exception. Because yeah. uh, it says specifically, what it says, there and it says Right, okay, that's right. It could be, that's right. It could be, that's a good point. That's a good point. It could be, it is a mitzvah, but uh, it says the Pasuk says, you have to write just like Nashim Nashim Tav. Good, very good. Um, so Heisha Rebbe Tachas Beisilol. So Rebbe answered in defense of Beisil Shita. In defense of Beisil Shita, says you got to be able to walk. The kids got to be able to walk. The Diver Beishamai, according to Beishamai, that uh, even if the father could carry him on his shoulders, he's responsible to bring him for uh, up to the Azara for Chinuch Habanim. The pasuk is Vachanalo also. Chana Shmuel's mother did not come up. Ki Omar, she says she told her husband, I until the son, until the, the child, Shmuel, gets weaned, that the Yosef, then I'll bring him up to Yerushalayim. Otherwise, I don't want to bring him. But Shmuel, the Shmuel, we're talking about Gemila uh, weaning is after 24 months. So in his second year, he could have gone up on his father's shoulders and he didn't bring him. So according to, according to Beishamai, why wasn't his father, Elkanah, responsible to bring the kid, Shmuel, the little baby, the, the, uh, the you know, the 15 month old baby, whatever, in the second year, why wasn't he able to bring him up uh, uh, to Shalom? Why didn't he bring him up? Amalei, Abai apparently is the answer. This was uh, Rebbe, uh, um, it's uh, Abaya answered, or Amalei Abai, I'm not sure if Abaya was, Rebbe asked the Kasha and Abaya answered, Ul Tameich, Tikshul Chachana Gufa. Why didn't Chana Gamila Machayim B'Simcha? Isn't she Chayim B'Simcha? She was very much afraid. I mean, she was this dear child that she had prayed for, right? But she was afraid that he was uh, extra delicate. And she was afraid that the trip would be too much. She was worried about the fatigue of the trip. She didn't want to bring him up to Shalim because she was worried that the child would uh, have difficulty physically with the trip. So that was a special case. You can't prove anything from Shmuel. She normally, yes, the father would bring up a kid that age, according to Beishamai, on his shoulders. 
But uh, Hannah, the mother, didn't want to send Shmuel because she was afraid he was weak, he was delicate, and, and therefore, for his safety, she didn't send him up. So you can't prove anything from there. Boy, Rav Shimon. So what do we say? Again, at the end of the day, we come out that a child has to be able to walk uh, with holding his father's hands in order for there to be a chiv of chinuch, according to Beisil, and according to Beisham, he could ride on his shoulders. So what about this case? What about if the child was handicapped? The child was lame and couldn't walk, according to Beishamai. According to Beishamai, you got to be able to carry the kid on your shoulders, so he doesn't have to be able to walk anyway. So if a child is lame, what would Beishamai say there? Or similar to Beishnaim, according to Beishamai or Beishel, if the child of Rechman is blind, is there an obligation to be mechanachim in the mitzvah of Re'iyah? Now, we're talking about a, a person who's lame or a blind person who will not recover. They can't, uh, you know, he's not going to recover from his uh, foot injury. It's, it's something that's permanent or a blind person who's permanently blind. Of course, there's no boy. The whole reason why you is so that he should be accustomed to do this when he gets older. Not that he's Mekayim Mitzvah now. She says, to accustom him, that he should follow closely that. There's no point. If he's Potter, we explained already in the first Mishnah that if he's a Chiger or a Summa, he's Potter based on Psukim, Regalim, etc., he can't see. So if he's if he's Potter when he's a Gadol, certainly he's Potter when he's a Cotton. We're talking about a, a child who was lame but could be healed. Maybe he'll recover. But a person who was blind and somehow he could recover. My, what do you say there? Omar the Now, what are we speaking about? We're talking about when he could be healed before he reaches bar mitzvah. See, because if when he, if when he's bar mitzvah, he still has this condition. Maybe he'll be healed later on uh, through an operation, or he'll just heal naturally, or whatever. But when he's bar mitzvah, he's potter, so he's certainly bar mitzvah, he's certainly potter before. The question over here is, if before his bar mitzvah, he will be healed or he will recover from this condition, what's the halacha there? So my, Omar Rabbi, because he is, he has all his faculties. So what we're saying is that uh, it, it, since, since at this point in time, he is lame, and according to uh, according to uh, Beishamai, um, he would be potter when he's a godal, even though the father, according to Beishamai, the father just has to carry him up there. So what's it, what if he's lame? Yes, but if he's if he would be bar mitzvah and lame, he'd be potter, so he's potter now too, and the same thing with the blind one. So we look at it, we say, even if he's just temporarily blind or lame, but if he would be in this condition when he's a godal, he's potter, so he's potter when he's cut into. So here again, you see this idea that the mitzvah of chinuch is only drabonim, right? Because as we said here, clearly you say, and this is the same thing we had back on Dafdalad when we talked about chinuch uh, ha there before before the lines got wide on Dalad Dalad we said Dumar says. Uh, so what are you learning out from the Pasuk of Kol? So we said, no, the Pasuk is, thing is, to, is to include other, other people or to exclude other people. 
the Chaim said, remember if a person stinks because he's a tanner worker or he, or he shovels manure or whatever it is, they're part because it says kol schurcha. So kol wasn't an inclusion there. It was an exclusion. The point is, is though, that is only Rabbanan. There's no re- there. Since it's Rabbanan, you, you can't find it in the Pusik. If it's in the Pusik, it's not Rabbanan. And actually, Rashi back in Daf Bey said the same thing. If you look back in Daf Bey's and Olive, Rashi says, uh, after he's older, right? Now, words, if he can't ride on his father's shoulders, according to Beishami and according to Beishel, he can't walk with his father, then he's Potter. But afterwards, Mikan Ba'elach, afterwards, said that the parents should teach him on, even if he doesn't have a father, you see, I'll love Imo, Rashi says. That's interesting because there's a Shiloh about a mother. Here Rashi says, I'll love about Imo, mitzvos. That if a Rahmanasan child doesn't have a father, uh, the mother still is Machoyev Mitzvah. Here you see that Chinach is not a Doraisa, it's a Drabonim, both in the Gemara and Daftalad and Dabav. And Rashi is referring to that Gemara and explains it even clearer than. So it's for, it's for both parents. Yeah, yeah. They put her, they put the responsibility on them. I put the responsibility. Yeah, they threw it on. Them. All right. So we said back I, in the mission. Mm-hmm. Do you see from here? Do you see from here that there's no Indian of chinuch unless the kid can be mekayim the mitzvah later? In other words, Correct. No Indian that he should know what ria is. That he should know what what these issues are. No, it's That's it's not it's, part it's, of it's, well, give, give an example of something. You know, the whole idea is, is that he should be able to, to perform them later on. He'll be accustomed to doing it. If he's not yeah, capable... Yeah, but he won't even know what it is. No, I understand. So so that he has time to learn when he's older. The whole idea is... To be well, how, to how's he going to learn it? How's he going to learn it? No. That, it, it, well, he never goes. Give me... What, what case are you speaking about? A kid, Rahman Salah, well, is in a wheelchair. A kid, Rahman Salah, is in a wheelchair. So a kid's a in a wheelchair... He's not, you know, your, your father's not mechuyif to take him up to the Azara. Uh, he's, he, the, father's, the, the father's mechuyif to teach him Torah. So he's supposed to teach him Torah. If he understands Torah, he should learn Chomish, he should learn Gemara, he should learn Mishnah, he should learn all the mitzvahs, of course. But to mechanicum to do something. Kidler knows how to do, we all know how to do tztaka, right? We all know how to do it. Everybody, the Pasuk says, the Chati, tztaka, 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 nason titein, pasach tiftach, all the Pasukim you learn. But there's no comparison to learning something, to actually doing something. So like Rabbi Wine said, that you know you teach the kids in school, take out a penny and put it in the pishka and pushka so that you'll be accustomed that when the guy comes in here, you don't look at him in a bad way, but you reach into your pocket and you give him something. It's something to, to do it. But of course, to teach him, of course you're supposed to teach him to work because even, even if he's in a wheelchair, he's capable of learning. And practically speaking, yeah. there's still the food in Simcha. So, they're going to yeah. take him there. Right, no, and but the sim- no, 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 no. But here, here we're talking about something like taking up to the Azara. Taking up to the Azara. We're not talking, the Simcha Yumakayim by eating the meat in, at the hotel, you know, anywhere in Shalim. You know. well, here yeah, we're talking about, that's, that's the Simcha. Here but, we're talking specifically about bringing him up the, oh, the uh, bringing up to the Re'iyah. So re- he's still coming through Shalim. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so, so that part he'll get. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, but it also could very well be that if the kid is in a wheelchair in Haifa or something, you can't bring him up. Maybe you don't, you don't have miss with that. You don't have to, right? Maybe the Beisecha is really going on the wife, whatever, maybe, no. All right. Beishamay Omrim, Hariyashtei Kesa. So Beishamay said that here, here was the Machlokas, another Machlokas in the Mishnah between Beisham Beisol, that, that the Pasuk doesn't really tell us how much you have to spend on either the, um, the Olas Ria or, right, or on the Chagiga, right? Now, as he said, this says, 
And there's a Pasuk and Chumash also, which says that Tachogli Bamidbar, remember by Paro and Moshe, Hashem said, I want to take out the Jews, Tachogli Bamidbar. That's Chagiga, rejoicing, right? So it's a carbon that you're eating out of re- rejoicing. So Beishamay says that the carbon re'ia, which is an ola, is totally burnt. That has to spend twice as much money, two more. And the Chagiga, only one more. That's what Beishamay said. They still said just the opposite, right? That the Chagiga, which is eaten by both man and the Mizbeach, because the Chagiga is a shlamim, eaten by the coin and by the uh, Balabayas, uh, that's two more, that's the double amount. And the Ria, which is totally burnt, is only one. So the Machlokas is, a, is the, they're opposite from one another. Why? Why does the Chum say the Ria should cost more, get, spend more money on the Ria, which is totally burnt? Sharia Ola Kula it's more, it's holier because the whole thing is burnt. Spend more on God. Mashek and Bechagigah, Chagigah is partially eaten by man. They don't have to spend as much as so to speak. It's not as holy. And of course, the Shlom, not only that, Shlom is Kachim Kalim. Chagigah is a Kachim Kalim. And Ola is Kachim Kachim. So you could say it's it's holier, and therefore you spend more money. But Ode, and another reason, but seen about Saras on Shvuas, the Karbonus Tzibur that they bring in the base of Migdash for the, for the, uh, the Tzibur, uh, when it gives you the whole uh, list of all the components you bring over there, the Pasuk says that there are more Olos than Shlomim. So we find on Yantif that you bring more Olos than Shlomim, so Olos, should, you should spend more money in Olos because they're more Chashu, because there's more of them than there is on Shlomim. That's what he says. The Pasuk says, Rashi quotes the Pasuk that um, um, only two shlomim, whereas many other olas. Okay, so olas like better, so to speak. Okay, so you spend more money on the ola than the shlomim. That's That's Beis no. Send more money on the shlomim, the carbon chagiga. Why? Uh, the carbon chagiga was brought before Matan Torah and after Mashakim Beria. Re'iyah, that's going to be our discussion. What was the carbon that they brought in the Midbar before, right before, uh, uh, right before Matan Torah? Basil says they had a Chagiga there. The Shlom they brought there, that was a Chagiga. Tachogli Bamidbar, that was a Chagiga. And therefore it was before Matan Torah as well as after Matan Torah. Therefore it is, so to speak, more Chashiv and spend more money on that. Right? There was no Olas Re'iyah before Matan Torah, but Chagiga there was. And as such, you should spend more money on the Chagiga. And another reason, a second reason, well, Matziah ben Asiyim, when the Asiyim at the Chanukah Zabayas, Shurivan Kasav Shlom and Yosem Olas, they brought more Shlom than Olas. Rashi says again, Chanukah Zabayach, Yikrubu Shlom Yosem Olas, Tachsib Kalabakar Laola, Bechabakar Zabayach Shlom, and there were more Shlom than Olas. There were more Shlom than Olas. So those are the two reasons. So Basil says, you spend more money on the Shlomim, and Beishamai says you spend more money on those. Beishil, my time alone, like Beishamai. Why didn't Beishil hold like Beishamai? Beishamai gave two valid reasons. Number one, it's holier, so to speak. Ria, that the, um, uh, that the, uh, the Ria is, is, is all given to God. And also on Yantif and Shvuz, you find more Olos than Shlomim. So he says like this, Beishil, my time alone, like Beishamai. He says, the comment, Ria, Difa, the, uh, you say that Ri is better. Why? The Ola Kulik Bo, because it's all burnt up to God. Adarava Chagiga, the for this Beishtei Achilah, it's just the opposite. It has food for God, the Emurim, which are burnt, 
in the shlamim, which is a chagig of the shlamim, and also it's eaten by man, by the corn and the balam. Just the opposite. Don't say that since it's all burnt to God, therefore it's more chashv. Just the opposite. It's given to God and to man. That's two achilas. You should learn from a, from from Shavuos, where there were more olas than shlamim. Done in carbon yachim, the carbon yachid. We're talking here about the chagiga, right? So if you learn a carbon yachid from a carbon yachid, they ain't done a carbon yachim, carbon sibor. You can't learn out a carbon yachid, which is the olas ria from carbon sibor. That's a sibor on Shavuos. Here we're talking about a carbon yachid. The, the Chagiga and the Ria are both Karbaras that the individual has to bring. So that's why Beishamah doesn't want to like Beishil. Beishamah Beish, uh, doesn't want to like Beishamah. Beishamah, I'm not Beishil. Why doesn't Beishamah want to like Beishil? The Karma Chagiga, Beishamah says, Beishil, you say Chagiga is better, the Yeshno Lefnei Dibor, because it's before the Dibor and after the Dibor. Ria Nami Yeshno Lefnei Dibor. Here's going to be the, the real Machlokis in the history of what happened. Beishamah says, Beishil said, no, Chagiga is better for two reasons. Number one, it's eaten by both man and God. And also, and also that was, well, eaten by man and God was his answer to Beishamai, right? His real, the, the reason real was, Beishil said, why is it, uh, what was Beishil's Because it was before Dibur, before the Matan Torah, and after Matan Torah, and also a Pasuk from the Nesim. Okay, he says, so he says, number one, you say that the Chagiga was better because it was before Matan Torah and after Matan Torah. Re'iyah was also before Matan Torah and after Matan Torah. Obviously, all the myths are after Matan Torah, but what was before Matan Torah? Basil said that the Chagiga was there before Matan Torah. Beishamai says, no, Re'iyah was also there before Matan Torah. In addition, as we'll see, Basil held, though, that Re'iyah, there was no Re'iyah before Matan Torah. That's going to be the Machlokas. Udakam at Neaf Nasim and Beishamai says Beisil, you want to learn from the Nasim where there were more shlamim than Olos there? I'd rather learn something which is no Igladoros, which is we're talking about here, the Chagiga and the and the Ria. I'd rather learn that out from Sukkim like like Atzeras, Shvuas, where that goes for all generations. They don't have no Igladoros, but Dabra Shenmix, I can learn out something that's going to go on for generations from a one time. That was a one-off situation that it seemed. That it seemed was one time and no, no longer. That's the machalukas beishol and beishamay. So, so, so they have their their reasons. But the real key is, the real key is, what about this reiya? They're arguing actually in history. It's one thing to say, okay, these are all sfaras. You know, there's more olos than shlamimia. There's more shlam than olos. This is all. This is holier because it's all given to God. No, this is better because it's partially God, partially man. These are all sfaras. You can argue these both ways. But what actually happened before Matan Torah? Before Matan Torah, there was Shlomim, Pasuket Shlomim, but were there, was there Olas Re'iya also? Beishamai says, what are you talking about? There was Re'iya before uh, Matan Torah as well as after Matan Torah. Beis, what Beishil's reasoning was, well, that uh, that, you, that the Chagiga should be more. Why? Because there was Shlomim before Matan Torah as well as after. Beishamai said, no, there was Olas Re'iya also before Matan Torah. So that's going to be the issue here. Beishil, Maishna Chagiga, the Eshnothnei Dibor, Dechsev. The Pasik says in Perakhavdalit and Shmos, Pasik says there, This Pasik is, even though it's technically written after the Sarsa Dibras, Rashi explains that, and this technically took place before Matan Torah at Sinai, this take days before that. So it says, Okay, so he says, why do you say that there was a Chagiga before 
the same Pusik says, it says, I'm going to talk about this Pusik more later. And that's the So it says, Olos also there. So Besham Lachar has a good point. You're saying that you're saying that there was Shlomim before and after, there was Chagiga before and after. And why do we know that that Shlom is Chagiga says, but Rashi quotes the Pusik that says, uh, it says there, which is Chagiga. So you say, and this is before Mount Torah. So isn't there Olus Ritus Lachar Beshamis, right? The one that they brought before Mount Torah was the Olus Tamid. It was an Ola, but it wasn't. It was the daily uh, public sacrifice of the Tamid that we bring in the morning and the evening. It wasn't the Olus Ri at all. That's the Machlokis. So the, mitzvah, Beshamai, pardon? Mitzvah, the mitzvah of Ri yeah. Right, right, right. Okay, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Right. But he, here the issue is here the right. He says no. Beshami says that, that the one they brought was also the Olas Ria. Why? Why was the Olas Ria? Because they also went up here because it says Bayachus Bayach. Rashi says Al Shem Bayachusu Eselokim. In other words, they also appeared to God. This is another day. You see Rashi there. Olus Riyave. Hashem Yechuskim. You're right. Now, regular mitzvah, when you come out to the base of one thing, but there's also Olus Riyave. Also, they saw God. They saw a prophecy of God. They saw God. Rashi explains that not only were Chayav Misa then because they saw God, but they delayed it and not to share the Simcha. Okay, fine. That was also Olus Riyave. Okay, so here's the issue. It was a real Riyave. A real Riyave. So here's the Machlokas here. The Beishamai says, your point, you basically say, oh, Chagiga has preference and spend more money than Chagiga because that was there even before Matan, uh, Matan, uh, Matan Torah. That was even before Matan Torah. That's what you say, Beis Hillel. I say Re'iyah was also there before Matan Torah because it says Be'yalu Olos, whereas Beis Hillel says, no, they bought an Ola, but that wasn't the Olos Re'iyah. That was the carbon Talmud that they brought. Now, that's the Machlok. It's Amr Abayah. So Abayah says, there are three shitas who hold that that was the Olas Re'iyah, Beishamai, and the Gears is Rabbi Shmuel and the Bach is Rabbi Eliezer, but I think it's really Rabbi Lozer because in Anamid Beis, when he breaks down the sheet, it seems it's Rabbi Lozer. But these three are by Beishamai, Rabbi Lozer, Rabbi Shmuel, Kulus Re'iyah, Olas Re'iyah. It was Olas Re'iyah, like we just said. He said, therefore, he said the Olas they brought in the Midbar before Matan Torah was Olas Re'iyah. So there was Re'iyah before Matan Torah. And there was uh, afterwards, just like the Shlomim was there before and afterwards. Basil, these three rabbis hold, Rashid's old Sphere, Olish, There was no Olish Ria before Matan Torah. The one that they brought was Olish Tamanabe. Now he's going to explain what's the story. How do we know this? We just said, Beshamai said, Beshamai said that the Ola that they brought in the Midbar before Matan Torah. Was Olas Ria. That's why he says that's why Ria is no greater value than the Chagiga over here because they were both before and after Har Sinai. Okay, so then by Shama, what we said, Rishmol, the time of Rishmol Omer, close number Sinai. In general, Hashem said, bring your commands, but there was no details about how you're supposed to skin the Ola and cut it up and how you and how you burn the Amurim. Those details weren't there. Rabbi Shmuel says, close number Sinai. Only after the time, at the time of the mission, when the mission was, was set up, 
Then all the details were given to us. Okay, okay, so what? What does that mean? We haven't finished. So parenthetically, we're going to tell you Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva Omer, because that price goes on, Rabbi Kiva Omer, close to number scene. I know everything was given in our scene. I, all the details, even though it didn't say that in Parshas Yisro, but it was all said that. It was all said there. It's not detailed in the Chumash, but it was all said. The Nishnah Moe, they were repeated after the Mishnah was set up. The Nishtal Shavah before they came into Eretz Yisrael, when they were made Arde, and that we see in Vorim, Moshe repeated the whole thing to them. It said three times. Okay, going back to Rabbi Shmuel, though, he said that the Klaus were at Arsenai, and the protest about how you actually brought the carbon, how you how you uh, diced it up, you know, you, didn't, you, you skinned it, you uh, you flayed it and you cut it up and, and you mark of Murum. That was only later on. How could, if if you say, and how are we trying to prove that Bishmol said the, the general idea was said at our Sinai, but the details were only given later on to Mishkan. If you say that it was an Olas Tumid, says Sigmar, if, if the Ola that brought in the Midbar was a Tumid, originally it didn't need skinning and cutting up. It was so boy, in other words, when they brought, before Har Sinai, they brought the carbon tumid one way. And after they brought it another way, does that make sense? Elamai, you must say that the carb, the Ola that they brought, according to Bishmal, is like Beishamai. The Ola they brought was the Ola's Re'ia, was not the tumid, because it doesn't make sense to say they brought the tumid one day, one way before Matan Torah and one way after. We're going to slug this up later, but that's what as far as right now. Pardon? A pasuk of what? No, no, that's Rabbi Lazar Shita. That's the next Shita. So Rabbi Shmuel, we're trying to say there's three Shitas. There's three people, Beishamai, Rabbi Shmuel, and Rabbi Lazar all hold that the Ola that they brought before was was the uh, the, the Ola that they brought before was the Ola's Ria, because it couldn't be the Ola's Ria. Beishamai said it before. Rabbi Shmuel, we deduced it from the fact that he said that the general thing was said at our Sinai and the Pratas were only at Oomoe. It doesn't make sense to say then that they brought the carbon Talmud one way before and after the Mishkan, they brought it another way with the skinning and the and the cutting up. So therefore, it's likely that the Ola that they brought before Harsina was not the Talmud at all, was rather Ola's Re'ia. And they brought it however they wanted to bring it. They didn't cut it up and all that. They it, it, Because but it, was a, it was a different carbon. Therefore, it was Ola's Re'ia. It was an individual carbon. It doesn't make sense to say that way. Obviously, that's a little bit difficult because the Ola's Re'ia then was brought two different ways. But okay. Fine. That's his proof for Rishmael. Rabbi Lezer the third one, the Tanya, Olus Taman Hasuyi Bar Sinai. Says Olus Taman Hasuyi Bar Sinai. Why Har Sinai? Rabbi Lezer Ramasenim Sinai. What it was talked about, what you're supposed to do at Har Sinai, the Yatzmalo Karva. Uh, it was it was it was given over at Har Sinai what you're supposed to do at Har Sinai, but itself wasn't actually brought as a carbon. So there, Rabbi Lezer says Befeirish. Rabbi Lezer says Befeirish that that it, it was never brought it before. Masav Har Sinai the Yatzmalo Karva. It wasn't brought until that time. Uh, so, uh, so it was only explained at our Sinai, but it wasn't yet brought at that point. So you see that the Olas Talmud was not brought before our Sinai, and therefore what was brought? Olas according to Beisham. Now, what about Rabbi Kiva? Rabbi Kiva Omer, Rabbi Shuvla Pasuk, Rabbi says no. Rabbi Kiva says this is, the, this is still part of this Brisa. Rabbi Kiva disagrees with Blaise, says no, it was brought and it never stopped. They brought it before our Sinai, it never stopped. Elamani Mikhaim, where the Pasuk says in Amos, did you bring me uh, the carbon mincha and the and the and the carbonos in the carbon arbarm shana basis world? Did you bring that to me? It's much, but they didn't bring it because according to Rabakiva, they brought the carbon tomid and it never stopped. The answer is shift to Shalevi, so they brought it. But Hashem was speaking to the rest of Israel, they didn't bring the carbon because they were under 
uh, like Rashi says, Nezufanari. They were under rebuke for the Cheta Egel. Okay, so we have those three sheets that say that the carbon that they brought in the base of the for Matan Torah, the carbon all they brought was the carbon Re'ia, because the Tomit couldn't have been brought. Beshame said the Feirish, Rabbi said the Feirish, that it wasn't a Tomit, and Bishmol, we deduced it. We're going to come back to Bishmol. Basil, back to Ashi, Basil says, what was the carbon that they brought in the base before Matan Torah? That was the carbon Tomit. They didn't bring the re, carbon Re'ia before. What they did bring before was the Chagigas. It says they brought the Shlomim. Basil had Amr, we said the Feirish, Rabbi Nami had Amr, said at the top of the page, close the number Sinai, it was written, everything was given at the same time. And therefore, there's no problem, there's no, there's no question that these things were given. In fact, Rabbi Kiva just said in arguing with Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Kiva said, Karva, it was brought there, Bishuvlo Pasco. It never stopped. So Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Basil say the favors that the carbon tumor was always there. There were three mitzvahs that Bnei Yisrael have when they come up to the basin, when they come up for the regal. What are the Re'ia, Chagiga, Simcha? These three, Karben Re'ia, Chagiga, and Simcha. Yesh B'Ri'ia, Shem B'Shtem. Re'ia has a quality that the other two don't have. Yesh B'Chagiga, has a quality that the other two don't have. Yesh B'Simcha, Shem B'Shtem. Yesh B'Ri'ia, Shem B'Shtem. What does Re'ia have that doesn't have the other one? Sharia Ola, Kula, Ligba. Okay, that's what it means. It has that characteristic. It's all burnt. Mashem B'Shtem. The other two are carbon, are carbon shlomen. Yesh b'chagiga mashim shen. Chagiga has a quality that the other two don't have. Shachiga yesh l'fnei adibor mashim shen. Here you see Rabbi Yosef says clearly that the chagiga was before the deep before Matan Torah and afterwards, and the other two weren't. Neither carbon simcha nor riya. Right? That's the chagiga. So he says clearly that there was no carbon riya before. Yesh b'simcha mashim shen. What's the carbon simcha? That shasimcha neges by nashim uben nashim. We said ubeisecha. Right? Your wife also. That doesn't apply to the other ones. Rabbi Shmuel, my time, Kamukus Lik Bishamai. Why did Rabbi Shmuel? Why did Rabbi Shmuel say? Okay, so so here clearly we see that Beis Hillel as well as Rabbi Kiva and um, Rabbi Yosef all say clearly that there was no. Could you do me a favor and do that later? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So. Um, Rabbi Shmuel, my time, So we say all three, all three of these were done, were, were held that when was the when was the um, when was the uh, uh, carbon uh, re'iyah brought? The carbon re'iyah was not there before Har Sinai, right? Before Har Sinai, before Mountain Torah, there was no carbon re'iyah. Carbon So he says clearly, what was this? What was the chagiga? So there was no. Both for both for the uh, simcha and for the re'ia that was not there before before matan Torah. All right, so that's clear. But going back to the three shittas who hold that the carbon that was brought before matan Torah was the carbon re'ia, which was Beishamai and who else? And Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel was only deduced from the fact that it doesn't make sense. Rabbi Shmuel said that we didn't have all those details at Har Sinai, and therefore it couldn't be. You know, it doesn't make sense to say. That the uh, carbon tumor was brought with flame afterwards and without flame before. Rabbi Shmuel, my time come with Mr. Kabeshamai, just say goes to Rishamai. Rabbi Shmuel says, he said, <clears throat> why did you say goes to Rishamai? Because if you say that the carbon, the old the carbon ola that they brought in the midbar was the tumid, doesn't make sense. Me immediately me carlo boy Originally it didn't need flame and, and cutting up. Ulva soap boy doesn't make sense to say that. 
because all remember, Bishmal didn't say clearly, he wasn't talking about them. He just said that the Klolos were said in Arsinai and the Protas at Omoy. We didn't know about Hefshit and Mituach until later on. So he says it doesn't make sense to say that originally the Karmat was brought one way and later it was brought another way. And there, and then Rabbi Yosef, right? So therefore, therefore, it must be that the, the carbon that was brought before Mount Torah was the carbon Re'ia and not the carbon Tumid, because otherwise you have the carbon Tumid brought in two different ways. But that's not a problem. who said that the Ola that they brought in the Midbar was the Ola's Tumid, right? Was, was the Ola's Tumid. He also held that it originally it didn't need to have because Rabbi Yossi Aglili also was like a Bishmal in that manner. Rabbi Yossi Aglili Omer, Ola Shikris from Midbar, Eina Tunav Shetituch, Levisha Eina Shetituch, Elam Oma Ve'elach. So you see over here that that's not a contradiction. That Rabbi Yossi Aglili, who holds like Beis Hillel, that the carbon Ola that they brought before Matan Torah was, was the Tumid, was the Tumid, even so, before Matan Torah, it wasn't done with flame because they didn't have the details of flame and cutting up before. And afterwards, at, I mean, before not, I'm saying Matan Torah really mean at our Sinai, it wasn't, it was, those details weren't given yet. And later on, it was, I keep saying before Matan Torah, not, but what was the, the Shlomo before at Matan Torah, right? at Matan Torah, they didn't have those details later on, but they, later on, they did. And that's why Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva, who held, um, who held like Basil said, remember Rabbi Kiva's was, Karva Bishuvlo Paska, right? Bishuvlo Paska never stopped, right? Never stopped, meaning it stopped rewind. So his whole proof, yes, we are arguing, there are arguing, was the oldest Ria before Matan Torah? Was there oldest Ria or not? According to base, according to base, base, according to base Hill, according to base Shammai, there was oldest Ria before, right? There was oldest Ria before. Because he said, I mean, according, yeah, Kamar Hashem was always three before. According to Basil, no. Oh, there was only there was only uh, a ton before and Chagiga. Chagiga was before and after. That's why we spend more money on Chagiga because it was there before and after. According to Beis uh, Beis Shammai, they were both before and after. But according to Beis Hillel, what was brought? What Ola was brought before? That was the carbon Tumid. Rabbi holds like that, and Rabbi himself says that there is no. So what? So before uh, it was done without flaying at Matan Torah. In other words, the carbon Tumid that was brought before, maybe before Matan Torah, and even at Matan Torah was without flaying, and only at Olamoid later on when the Mishkan was built. That they have those details, and that's not a steer. And therefore, Stami Mikan of Ishmael, you can't prove that Ishmael is a Shammai. Shammai, who holds that what? That the, that the uh, carbon that was brought before Matan Torah was the Ola that was brought, was the Olas Re'ia, right? He says it was the Olas Re'ia, it wasn't the, it wasn't the, um, uh, wasn't the Tumit. And Rabbi Reb- Lazar says that clearly also. But it wasn't yet brought that way. It wasn't brought that way. It wasn't brought later until when? It wasn't brought until the Oamoi. And the Masa was explained at our Sinai, Reb Lezer said before, but it wasn't brought yet because we didn't have the details. So again, Reb Lezer holds like Beishamai, but there's no proof that Reb Shmuel holds like Beishamai because even though he says that the details weren't till later, but he could all like the rest like that they brought the carbon tumid before the Mishkan, they brought the carbon tumid one way without flaying and cutting. And later on, they did it that way. So that's not a theory. So he takes every small. So at the end of the day, he says, well, if you have, we have Beishamai and Rabbi Lazar hold one way that the Ola that was brought before was the Ola Sriya. And, but there are three sheetas, Beishilo and Rabbi Kiva and Yosef Lili hold that the carbon that was brought before was the carbon tumid. Boy, Rav Chista. Hi, Kra. This pasuk we mentioned. Hechik Siv. 
Pasuk says, if you look at the Pasuk, it says, Vayishlu, as an Arban Israel, Vayalu, again, Pasuk Hay in Perak Chavdal, Vayishlu, as an Arban Israel, Vayalu Olos, and they brought Olos, Esnachta, stops. And then it says, what is that Olos? What Olos did they bring? Did they bring Fosim? That's the question. Vayishlu, as an Arban Israel, Vayalu Olos, period. That's quote, unquote, at the end of Vayalu Olos, that's unquote. Is that Fosim? Did they bring, did they bring sheep? That's the end of the Pasuk. That's a quote again. Is that how you read the Pasuk? That the Kfasim were, that the Olas were Kfasim and the Shlom were Parim? Maybe they're all Parim. Maybe they're all Parim, right? Maybe they're all Parim. That's his question. What's the difference? Do you put in a Snachta at the end or not? In other words, if they were all Parim, you don't have to put in a Snachta after Vayalu Olos. You could say, They were all Parim. They were all Parim. So but if if the Olos were not Parim, then put in a Snachta there or some other uh, <laughs> some other pronunciation to indicate that the Olos period, the Olos were one way and the Shlomim were Parim. That's one Nafkamina. Right, another midbar. If a person, I want to bring an ola like they brought in the midbar. So the question is, what does he have to bring? My parim That's the question. Where they parim kfasim? Take the question stands. Lamaisa, we have the pasuk with an asnach that olos is this to indicate that it was kfasim the first way that it's kfasim and only the so the olos were kfasim and the shlamim were 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 parim. Which is a nice way, you know, because the kvasim are smaller, so you, that was all burnt. Whereas the shlamim, which was with people who ate those, those were parm, those were bigger animals. All right, take that question, stands Teku, and we'll stop here. Have a good day, everybody. Call to. They're arguing about history, right? Yes. Yes. They know based on psukim. They're basing it on psukim. Yeah.